0: Hi friends, this is the path to joy and I'm your host, Melissa Bloom. Today we're going to chat a bit about the physiology of joy. Yeah, the body piece of the equation. So we're going to get a little bit sciency. Very specifically, I want to discuss this two-way superhighway that connects your gut and your brain. Seriously, who knew we had a super highway in us? <laughs> so before we talk about the highway, I'll call it by its actual name. It's the vagus nerve. I want to give you a little backstory. We have to talk about our gut just a bit. There's been so much information in the last 5 years this explosion of papers and talks and uh, articles, but really it's been going back at least 20 years. Um, about our gut microbiome and why it's such an important variable when it comes to our health. But for this conversation, which I want to keep fairly focused, let's f- really get into how is our gut and the highway connected to our emotional well-being, right? How we feel. So when I talk about our microbiome, I'm really talking about this massive ecology, and it's pretty remarkable. Trillions upon trillions of microorganisms, bacteria, viruses, protozoa, right? all these single-celled organisms that live in a pocket of our large intestines. So in many ways, this collection of microbes is a whole ecosystem of its own. And just like our planet, right, this microbial ecosystem is very sophisticated and interconnected. And we're really only scratching the surface, kind of uncovering the depths of complexity that exists within it. So the fact that it lives within us is like totally wild. (laughs) So our gut ecosystem acts in many ways like a master conductor, right? Like a puppeteer leading this symphony of hormones, neurochemicals, immune system messengers. So let for simplicity, let's look at just a few key players. When we're under stress, we feel a wave of anxiety or overwhelm. Our bodies behave as though we're under attack, right? Many of us are familiar with this fight or flight response. We're gearing up to fight a bear, whether there's an actual bear charging at us or a work deadline or money stress or a negative comment on social media, all bears. So when this happens, there's this hormonal cascade, right? Hormones, neurotransmitters start to fire, And this is our stress response. So one of the big players in our stress response, and you've probably heard of this hormone, is cortisol. And cortisol gets a terrible rap. Yes, it does some bad things, right? It is responsible for shutting down a lot of our maintenance systems, like our digestion or our reproductive system. It also creates big time sugar cravings. So we have a very quick, easy energy source. And it creates this feeling of almost manic energy, like I am going to fight a bear and I'm going to win that kind of energy. But sometimes we actually need that reaction. And cortisol is part of our healthy circadian rhythm right? Tends to surge around 8 a.m. And it helps us feel like we want to go take on the day. So it's not all bad, but most of us have way, way too much cortisol. We are always gearing up for the bears. So how do we turn off this cortisol pump? Well, nature has this amazing off switch and it's in the form of other neurochemicals. So you may have heard of serotonin and GABA. And they signal to the brain and say, hey, hey, it's okay, there's no bear here, go back to normal. Serotonin is pretty remarkable and it has a lot of roles. Right, Our body tends to use the same chemical for multiple jobs. Um, as a way of right having only a certain number of chemicals but they do so many different things One of its roles is to help us feel content right it's also a precursor to melatonin which we need for sleep. GABA helps us feel calm and it's also critical in our ability to go to sleep right get to that relaxation sleep state to actually go to sleep So, One of the key reasons to think about the health of your microbiome is so you can produce enough of these neurochemicals, right? We want to naturally produce more serotonin and more GABA so that in times of stress, we're able to shut off the pump when it's the right time naturally, right? That's resilience. So that's the backstory. I'm getting to the main point. I know, I love science and I can get in the weeds. And sometimes, sometimes I need someone to pull me out. So let's get to Vegas and the superhighway. Let's assume you're producing a decent amount of serotonin and GABA. The signal has to get from your gut to your brain, right? And this is where the vagus nerve comes in. Your vagus nerve travels from your brainstem, the back of your throat, your heart, lungs. It wraps around your gut. It's like a superconductor. It transmits information from your brain to your gut and from your gut to your brain. The really crazy part is most of the communication, maybe about 80%, travels from gut to brain north versus from brain to gut south, right? Really pointing to the importance of our microbiome as this master conductor. So if we can activate, if we can turn on or stimulate, we call it tone, your vagus nerve on demand, you can transmit a calm, content signal to your brain in real time, right? This is amazing. You have the power to shift your emotional state in real time by stimulating your vagus nerve. So how do you do it? How do you stimulate it or tone it? One way is through cold. That's why cold therapy, like dips in a cold lake, works so well. A more convenient solution on the spot would be just to run cold water over your wrists, right? Get that access to cold. Another idea is deep breathing. So I was a yoga teacher for many years. And in yoga, we teach a type of breath called ujjayi. And in the exhale, you stimulate the back of your throat. So remember the vagus nerve, it wanders down the back of your throat. So when you breathe in a way that's almost like a hum, where you feel the back of your throat vibrating a bit, you're actually waking up the vagus nerve. And then finally, this is probably my favorite, is awe. So there's so much that I could share with you about the power of awe. And if you're really curious about awe, you can check out um, Dr. Keltner. um, He's a psychologist at UC Berkeley. He's a researcher, and he spent years studying the physiological effects of awe. But awe stimulates the vagus nerve and you don't really have to hop on a plane to go to the Grand Canyon or the Taj Mahal, right? Awe can be pretty small, a sunset, um, of course, a sunrise, a hummingbird, just watching wind plants, right? Usually we find awe in nature. We're surrounded by it. So if you try out one of these suggestions, I'd love to hear how it goes. The first part of my book, The Path to Joy, delves into a lot of these topics surrounding the physiology of joy. So if you enjoyed today's chat, I think you'd really enjoy the book. And you can check it out at thepathtojoybook.com. I'll throw the link in the show notes. So thanks so much for listening, my friends. Join me again every Tuesday and Thursday on your favorite podcast app for more episodes of The Path to Joy. Enjoy the journey.